Welcome to 10 Things with T. I am your host, Tiara. I am a licensed clinical social worker with over 18 years of experience providing mental health and wellness services to children, adults, families, and communities. The information shared on this podcast should not be used to supplement seeking help from licensed clinical professionals, but it can be used as a tool to help you along your journey towards improved mental health and wellness. Hey everyone, I hope that you all are doing well on the inside and out, staying as safe and healthy as possible while navigating your way through this whole coronavirus crisis. Um, It can definitely be difficult trying to maintain a sense of peace and safety when even it seems like sometimes watching, you know, a lot of the news outlets, like even the experts are you know trying to figure it out um literally day by day minute by minute and so when you have the quote-unquote experts um you know and and i mean like the doctors and you know the scientists and you know all of the people um who are charged with trying to get a hold of this thing um when they are kind of you know really just trying to figure it out it can be a little uh stress inducing and anxiety provoking um for many of us who are trying to, you know, lead our families and our communities and trying to stay calm in the midst of the chaos. Um, This pandemic has definitely caused a huge disruption in many lives all over the world in various aspects Um, and welcome from like financial to educational to employment, childcare, um, and just, you know, people's overall health, especially those who are, are more um, vulnerable um, to the coronavirus or anybody at this point, because they say everyone's pretty susceptible. But then, of course, we do have some people um, who are even more vulnerable just because of other health circumstances that they may have already had. Um, the coronavirus has definitely shown up. It's showing out and it's really shaking up our lives. Um, and today, you know, I'm really talking to like parents or caregivers, anyone who's caring for like children and youth, you know, as parents and caregivers who are listening, um, this situation has most likely added a whole nother layer to your role. Um, already, you know, parenting or just being the caretaker of the youth and young adults, um, can already just have its own, um, set of challenges or just, you know, things that come with it. Um, and so to add, this is a whole nother layer, um, of possible frustration, even like I said, some anxiety, um, I thought it was important to at least connect with you guys to offer some encouragement and positive energy so that you can be your best selves as parents in order to inspire your children to be their best selves um, as you're kind of working together to find peace and sanity in the midst of what seems to be a very chaotic situation right now. You know, every time we watch the news, something is closing like schools or restaurants or libraries and other places within our communities that, you know, we typically will find as like a resource or a source of support um, or even just, you know, making it easy for us to be able to connect and socialize with people. Many of you who are listening are possibly working from home or had, you know, to quickly find, you know, arrangements, you know, when it comes to your children and youth, because um, some of you still are reporting to work, especially if you're in the health field or the field, some of the service fields, like I still see postal workers working, I still see bus drivers working, um, or unfortunately, some aren't, aren't 
you know, able to go to work um, at the moment um, simply because, you know, of the restrictions, again, which adds another challenging aspect because your livelihood is is at stake um, because of the lost wages or, you know, for parents and caregivers who are now tasked with becoming, you know, teachers and, you know, some of you now have to become social workers and curricular instructors, you know, all while balancing and managing lots of other tasks and roles that you already had. Um, And this is being done, of course, while we're all being quarantined at your home. So, you know, now some people may say, you know, what's the big deal? You know, what's the big deal of parents having to take care of their children? Um, Well, it is a big deal because it's a little bit different, you know, under these circumstances, opposed to had this been a regularly scheduled spring break or your regularly scheduled summer break. Um... Because typically you do have other resources to rely on. Um, Typically you are still in your day-to-day routine, which may be going to work. You may be dropping your kids off to daycare. You may be dropping them off to, like I said, extracurricular activities. If your kids play baseball or basketball or, you know, they have things like the library that they can access. And, you know, just all of these other outlets that, um, you know, this crisis has kind of like put a halt to. You know, um, and so now you literally are just kind of figure, figuring things out literally minute by minute, um, day by day, which again, for some people, it may be a little bit easier and then others, it, you know, for others, it is a little bit challenging. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, again, the big deal is, you know, that the precautions, you know, that we must must take at this point um, as it relates to ensuring the health and safety of all just really changes, you know, the level of support um, and the outlets that we typically may have in a time of crisis or a time of, you know, when we just, you know, are able to lean on people and things and entities just to make life a little bit easier and manageable um, as a parent or as a caregiver of youth and children. And so from practicing social distancing to, again, closing or restricting many community resources, parents have to now learn how to operate within this, you know, quote unquote, new normal um, and help your children with this adjustment to this new normal as well, which, again, can be hard. I mean, if you if you're already kind of under pressure and under stress when, you know, something like this isn't going on, um, you know, the reality is it's, it, it's hard. And I think that it's OK for you to acknowledge acknowledge that. I think that it's okay for you to feel the way you feel. Sometimes we shame people um, too quickly about their feelings and their thoughts. Um, And just we may have those feelings and thoughts of frustration or anger or whatever it may be. It doesn't make you a bad parent. It doesn't make you any less of a parent. But it just makes you a real parent who, you know, said, hey, you know, this is a lot at one time. Um, and just because it it, it kind of came all of a sudden for many people, um, it is an adjustment. You know, change is not always easy, whether it's a good change or, or, or not so good change. It's, it's just never easy to um, adjust. And so we have to allow people the grace um, and the time that it takes to be able to do that. Um, and let's be honest, you know, it's not such an easy task and it will take time. Um, And like I said, you know, a day by day, minute by minute type of time, but it can be done. 
um, maintaining the mental health and wellness of you and your children is going to be extremely important above anything else. And I do mean anything else, which includes, you know, any work that you have to do, um, any academic expectations that your children may have, you know, from their schools. Um, You must keep your cups overflowing with, you know, self-care. You know, I talk a lot about soul care and as many positive connections as possible to reduce stress and to reduce anxiety and to reduce depression and to reduce anger and frustration Um, and even feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. Because, again, you know, some people may have already been in those states and then, you know, this can drive people to start to go into the states of feeling helpless um, and hopeless. And we want to, you know, try to stop that if we can. Um, so here are a couple of tips that I just had, um, just to kind of remain calm, cool, and connected even during this crisis. And so my first tip is to disconnect, to reconnect. Um, and this simply means just taking, you know, much needed breaks from the news, taking much needed breaks from the social media as often as possible. Um, you know, of course you want to stay on top of, you know, the latest updates, as it relates to this crisis, but you also don't want to overwhelm yourself. You also don't want to overwhelm your children um, because it can be a lot um, and it can just kind of incite fear. It can incite anxiety. Um, So you just want to, you know, limit it as much as possible, you know, maybe checking once or twice, maybe early in the morning, you may see what's happening. Um, Because like I said, I know for me personally, just watching um, a few of the news outlets throughout the day you know things are changing you know um I live in Maryland so here lately I've been seeing quite a bit of our governor um you know doing live news conferences as things change so again like I said and and it's a constant thing but at the same time you just want to make sure that um you know to reduce any anxiety or fears that you may have or that your children may have, you know, just kind of limit, you know, your time that you are watching these things and, um, you know, reconnect in other ways, you know, find other ways to kind of spend your time, you know, whether it's like relaxing or, you know, doing fun activities with your children, with your family, calling people, picking up a phone and calling people, you know, texting people, um, you know, on live with people, you know, still just being able to connect. So disconnect to reconnect. Uh, my second tip is to create a fun and interactive daily routine. And this is so important. Uh, many of you know that not only am I uh, part owner of a consulting business, Keys of Hope Consultants, LLC, um, I'm also a school social worker. And so um, I strongly believe in routines. Um, and, and for everyone, not just for children, but also for adults. And, you know, I believe this because routines are um, important for just maintaining like predictability and also safety and security. And believe it or not, it helps to keep calm. It helps to keep things, you know, um, less anxiety provoking. And also it can kind of quiet down fears. And so by, you know, creating routines, Again, you know, it, it creates some predictability for your kids, especially for the kids um, 
the parents of kids who, you know, do send your children to traditional school or even some of our homeschool parents. Um, I, I know that a lot of they, them all, they, I'm sorry. I know that a lot of my homeschool parents as well um, stick to routines. Um, again, this is kind of what the children are used to and accustomed to. Um, and like I said, it does um, create an environment of safety and predictability, especially when we're in, like I said, a period of time where it's a lot of things that's unknown so if we can kind of create like some type of um, atmosphere where for the most part they know what's happening um, from day to day you know again it it helps lessen the anxiety um, that comes with being you know a part of a crisis and so, you know, your routine doesn't have to be stiff, it doesn't have to be stuffy, and it doesn't have to be strict. Um, daily routines, you know, will especially be helpful, you know, especially now that many of us parents, and I say us because I'm also a mom too, you know, now that we are taking control of their learning and their academics right now, while we are self-quarantining, um, it kind of helps us to be able to have some structure and some order in the day. But like I said, it doesn't have to be a stiff, stuffy, or strict um routine it could be fun it can have some you know academics in it it can also have some dancing in it some movement in it some self-care in it like you can incorporate so many different things and you know be creative even in how you present learning you know make learning fun make the atmosphere fun um and again, this may include, you know, you may have dancing, you may try different exercises or, you know, you may do scavenger hunts around the house or within your community. Because again, they are saying that you still can get out, you still can go outside. But of course, we just want to be cautious about the distance and, you know, covering your mouth and the things that you touch. But at the same time, you know, you can make all of these fun things a part of your daily schedule. Um just to kind of again break it up um again to take your mind off of what's going on in the world and just creating like something positive within your environment um and again this can also be used again to connect with your kids in a really fun way um if you do it wisely the third tip that i have is incorporating daily family circle time or check-ins and this, again, is an opportunity to check in with your kids about their feelings, you know, feelings about what's going on in the world, feelings about what's going on at home, or just in general. Um, you know, children are, like, the most amazing group of people that I work with. Um, and I am licensed to work with all people. I work with adults, too. And I love adults. But um, I always get some of my greatest joy um, and working with children and youth, um, just because they, their thoughts are just amazing to me. And I'm always surprised about, you know, what they think or how they feel or different ideas that they have. And, you know, incorporating like a daily circle time or a couple of circle times, um, allows you to be able to, you know, hear them, you know, and see them. And I mean, really see them, see them for who they are and how unique they are. Um, and so within the circle time, you know, you may talk about the goals for the day. You may talk about, you know, what you plan to do. And like I said, even if you are kind of like, 
we're kind of like reduced to being at our homes or like in our immediate environments, you know, you can kind of talk about like, what is today going to look like? You know, are we going to go outside? Are we going to bake or are we going to dance or or whatever the case may be? But again, you just kind of create a sense of like stability and predictability by doing that. Or you may, you know, kind of share, you know, what's on their heart. You know, they may have some other things going on. And circle time is the opportunity to be able to talk about those things. Um, You may also use this time to go over... Um, you know, like I said, any plans you have, or you might give some shout outs and acknowledgements, you know, it's like, it's wonderful to be acknowledged for doing something that you didn't even know you were doing. Like, I appreciate you for doing the dishes. I appreciate for helping your brother. I appreciate you for helping me, you know, while I was on a phone call with my boss. I appreciate you for just being you. I appreciate you for waking up, you know, it doesn't even have to be that they actually did something, but just the fact that they're awake and that you're happy to see them and you're happy to be with them and you're happy and you're blessed and you're grateful that they're just there. Um, you know, that can be said and done during the circle time. And you can also use that time to just reassure them that they are in fact safe and, you know, appropriately answer questions that they may have about what is happening in the world um and again I say appropriately because depending on the age and their developmental stage and their ability to understand again you don't want to give too much information that overwhelms them or again um increases maybe a level of anxiety or fear that they may have but you know you also do want to kind of keep them in a loop um like I said and just it was very age appropriate information about what be what may be going on um again you may also do affirmations during this time um you know again you may share your ideas and your dreams um because again sometimes as parents we forget to share pieces of ourselves with our children you know sometimes they're used to just seeing us in work mode or mom mode or dad mode or auntie or grandma mode and you know we're we're holding down and we're keeping things together and we're making things happen which is all great and positive but sometimes we don't also show them the vulnerable parts of us um or just those parts that are still dreaming and and still have our heads in the clouds sometime and you know children need to see that too you know that they, they need to see that we are human um I think sometimes they see us as the superheroes um that many of us are but again also sometimes superheroes do get to take off their cape and I need parents to know that it is okay to take the cape off in the even in this moment um because again you know you do need that break you do need that space and you just need that time to also just be a human um and show your children that you know there's more strength in that if believe it or not let's see uh tip number four practice spontaneous self-care throughout the day um and it's spontaneous because you will be listening to your body more than ever and do so and do so you know like I said as needed you know oftentimes we go through our day and we ignore our body or we ignore our heart when it's talking to us telling us that we need to slow down or we need to take a break or we need to step back and so it's going to be really important even if you are at home um to do this because again it will help cut down the level of stress it will help cut down your level of frustration and anxiety um 
of what may be, you know, going on, you know, throughout the day. Um, so each day, of course, will look different. Um, but you want to make sure that it happens, you know. You may need to go walk around a neighborhood on some days, depending on the day. Or some days you may be okay just to, you know, eat a favorite snack really quickly. Um, you know, you might eat a little small piece of chocolate. Uh, that might be your self-care. You may turn on your music. Each day, each moment, it will depend. But, you know, at the same time, again, you want to really be listening to your body to figure out what you need but then also remember that your children are watching you and of course we know that children do what they do more of what we do than what we say and so you also want to be just mirroring um healthy practices of self-care and you can even self-care with your children you know You may have moments within your day that you're taking breaks to just breathe or meditate or if you, you know, pray, you may pray together or you may do some yoga yoga moves or try some new yoga moves or you may get up and dance or, you know, you may, you know, if you have some cucumbers in the fridge, you know, you may do a quick little pop-up spa or something like that um but again just just showing them that again you know it's so important to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of each other and part of what how we do that is through self-care like I said even with soul care you know for some of your older children even some of your younger ones if they're able to write you know you may you know do a journal together or come up with a topic that you guys can kind of talk about for self-care you know again these are just some creative ways to again take care of yourself um mirror taking care of yourself to your children but then also engaging your children in acts of self-care so that again if you're not already practicing these things this is something maybe you can start in this moment and it's something that you can kind of continue even you know beyond the crisis like something that they'll just do you know every day in their daily lives as well and so tip number five is to eat healthy and stay active yes although we are self-quarantined we're in our homes I know many people who are listening have probably went to the grocery stores and so your house is filled with all types of lovely things. Um, We want to make sure that we are staying healthy and staying active. Of course, we know in times of high stress and anxiety, it can be very tempting and enticing to do some emotional eating. And I am not one to um, shy away from things that I like sometimes. I do love tasty, yummy food. Um, And so trust me, I get it. Um, But I also know that, especially now that we are kind of like confined a little bit more than usual, um, we have to really be careful um, about what we're putting into our body. But then also that we are, you know, in, in... including some type of movement and activity, you know, in our daily lives, um, just because our movement is a little bit limited. Um, And again, there's nothing wrong in having a little bit of comfort food here and there. 
but we also want to try as best as possible if you can you know to incorporate your vegetables or you know watch your carbs and and also just again going back to self-care just being in tune with your emotions being in tune of how you feel how you're thinking what you're thinking because again sometimes we will eat something you know to kind of fill that void and if you maybe can fill that void in another positive way of like some form of self-care then you can kind of find you know that balance and you're not just doing the whole emotional eating thing and so as far as movement Again, this is the greatest time to be creative, you know. Um, one of the things that I am appreciating about this moment, even though it is a bit chaotic in the world, is that it's forcing us to really get back to the basics and get back to the things that really matter. And then also just being creative and out of the box. And so again, you know, find ways around the house that you and your children can be moving, can be active, you know, whether you're pulling out the Wii and doing a just dance, which is what my family, we do quite a bit, or there's bowling, there's sports activities on there. You can do some old fashioned jump roping or playing hopscotch or um, walk through the house if you can, you know, you can have a soul train line, you know, get up and dance. Uh, now TikTok, the app is very popular. So I'm starting to see a lot of fun videos of, um, you know, families just getting together, parents, you know, kind of being willing to put themselves out there, even some embarrassment, but in a fun way, you know, just to do some fun dancing with their children. And so, you know, again, you can just be very creative. Again, like I said, from the latest news that I've heard that you can and are able to still, you know, kind of go outside again, follow the rules around like keeping the distance and those types of things, but you can, you know, take a walk in the neighborhood or take a walk outside your door. You know, there are just so many things that we can still do. Um, and so try not to focus on, you know, the things that we can't think of the things that we can do when it comes to just like staying active. Um, also if you have access to, you know, like the internet, again, you can go on YouTube and you can find all types of videos from like yoga to exercising. Um, again, just various methods of movement. And then I'm also noticing that some of the stars and some even local people I know in Maryland who are like um, personal trainers, you know, they're kind of getting on their like live streams and doing different exercises and things just to kind of, you know, um, encourage people to move. And so again, there are different ways to do this. I'm even going to pull out, you know, my old school DVDs. Yes, my DVDs of Mr. Billy Blanks. And for those of you who are old enough to know who Mr. Billy Blanks is, good old Tybo. And I don't mean no harm. Tybo always gave me a good workout. Um, and I'm curious to see, especially what my eight-year-old will think about Mr. Billy Blanks and... Um, his exercise moves but again it will be something that's fun it gets us moving um like I said it pulls out the old school DVDs I know a lot of people like streaming and all of those things but hey it works but like I said anything to just have some fun get connected and just to stay moving is going to be something positive my tip number six is to be still and just breathe um like I said one of the things that I am appreciating about this time um, and again I'm a very um, optimistic person and in general 
um, without a crisis, during a crisis. And so I'm always going to find like lessons or I'm always going to find like the brighter side of things within, even within like a storm or within a, a sticky situation. And in this situation, you know, I'm starting to really understand that it's given us an opportunity, if you're willing to take it, um, to kind of slow down, you know, um, oftentimes again, we are ripping and running and, and, and for the most part, it's all positive ripping and running, but we're, we're, we're constantly in, in movement, you know, we're constantly doing something. We got to be here. We got to be there. We got to get our children here. We, we got to report somewhere. We got to talk to somebody or we meet someone. And sometimes like you wake up at maybe six or seven in the morning and before you know it, you're getting back into bed to do it all over again. And the day has just gone by and you just haven't taken the time to stop and pause and collect yourself and recharge and regroup. And so, you know, my next tip is literally about being still and just breathing um, and just taking deep breaths. You know, because it can be extremely relaxing. It can be peaceful for both you and your children. Um, You know, just simple breaths will do. Or, you know, they also have like apps dedicated to like breathing exercises or meditation practices. Um, And like I said, furthermore, like I said, our children watch everything that we do no matter what we say we can scream to the top of our lungs don't do this don't do that or you know when I was a teen I did this so I don't want you to do that you know they hear it but they don't but what they do do is see us and so we want to mirror the art of just being still and letting them know that sometimes it's okay to sit still especially in the midst of chaos sometimes you just need to be still and collect your thoughts and just to breathe you know and and if you begin to practice this not only when you're stressed but just on a daily basis just taking the time to just sit with your thoughts sit with your feelings sit with your emotions um you can even again create a cool playlist you know for your breathing exercises um you can have the children pick some songs out and it'd be interesting to see what type of songs that they would pick um but again you know you're just allowing them to see that it's okay to sit still and you have to remind yourself that sometimes it's okay to sit still you know i know there are a lot of people that i've talked to you know, over the last couple of days, who again, a part of their routine is again, you know, being on that whole hamster wheel of life, they're constantly going, they're constantly doing something, they're here, they're there. And even sometimes I can be that way, you know. Um, and again, it's positive things that I'm doing, but I'm just always doing something. And it feels good, but also weird, but good at the same time to not do anything and be okay with that. Um, Because like I said, right now, I really have no choice. And that's what kind of this crisis has done. You know, it's put us in a situation where we probably are feeling a bit uncomfortable, but making us sit in feeling uncomfortable and again knowing that it's okay you know it's okay um and things will be okay you know I think overall as a culture and as a people you know you don't know what you can do until sometime you're confronted with certain situations. Now, months ago, had somebody said all of this was going to happen and you're going to have to figure things out and problem solve. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But again, it's not till you're in the situation that you're like, you know, okay, 
this is what I'm going to do, or this is how it's going to happen, or this is how it's going to go down. Um, And so again, you know, just sitting still and breathing allows you to think, you know, have clear thoughts. Um, Or like I said, even just feel, you know, sometimes we don't take the time to just sit and feel how we feel and be okay with those feelings, whether they're, you know, of the positive in the feelings or of the, you know, other feelings, you know, Um, it's okay to feel a, a wide range of feelings and emotions within this time. And like I said, taking time to sit and breathe will allow you and your children to be able to do that. Um, Tip number seven, creating new memories and new traditions. So many of your children will be old enough to remember this moment of time later in their life. So, you know, why not make the memories represent joy or togetherness or even a sense of, you know, resiliency? Um, You know, their future self will definitely thank you for sure. And even your future self will thank you for sure. Um, You know, you don't want your core memories of this moment or their core memories of this moment to all be stressful or painful um, or remembering, you know, being yelled at or screamed at just because, you know, there's a lot of frustration and angst going on. And again, it's not to say that you may not feel that way. And there are going to be moments, um, you know, over the next couple of weeks that you certainly will feel that way. Because again, um, you know, this is just different. This is just different. This is a new normal for everybody. This is an adjustment for everybody. And like I said, change, regardless if it's positive or not positive, it's just, it just takes time to adjust with. And so again, you're going to have a wide range of motion, emotions, but at the same time, again, um, use this time to create new memories, um, create new traditions. You know, if it's something that you've always wanted to implement within your family, but maybe just never had the time to do so, or just because of the way life, you know, is sometimes set up for you, um, and your routines that you have, you just don't have the time or just haven't gotten to it. But again, use this time where we are kind of forced to kind of slow down to be able to do those things you know have fun with your children like I said you know especially for my parents who are listening who you know you do have to work from home or like I said even with the children and having to still you know keep up with whatever academic expectations and requirements that they may have yes we want to make sure that those things get done but also just use this time to just connect with them, love on them, be with them, appreciate them. You know, sometimes we don't appreciate our children the way we could or should. Um, and again, it's not to say that it's bad parenting or anything, but again, sometimes life is just happening and we, we really don't appreciate who they are and how they are, um, and really had those moments to really connect with them. And so, like I said, you know, above all things, you know, take care of the important things, but at the same time, create a, a situation or a time for them in their life that they can say yes you know it was a bit crazy we were you know at home for all these weeks you know we weren't able to talk to people that we typically talk to like maybe friends or whatever but they can also say on the other hand you know I got to spend time with my mom I got to spend time with my dad or I got to spend time with my auntie or my grandma or I got to spend time with my siblings and we did this or you know we created this memory we had fun you know that's what we ultimately want to do 
or like I said, it's not just good for them. It's also good for you. Um, adults, we have to remember to have fun and we have to sometimes, you know, allow ourselves to let our hair down. And like I said, you know, I'm not saying that this is an easy time for everyone. Um, and like I said, I do acknowledge that there are going to be, um, more challenges for some than others. But um, again, you know, there are things that we can control and things that we can't control. And sometimes instead of focusing on the things that are literally out of our control right now, you know, focus on the things that you can control. And and some of that is, you know, creating an environment that is positive, um, that represents resiliency, that represents an ability just to persevere. You know, um, and like I said, you know, we we all have the capability within us. Sometimes you don't know it until, like I said, these times, but we all have the capability to, um, you know, figure things out and make sure things that need to happen will happen. Um, and then also, you know, just depend on each other, help each other. You know, that's going to be the key. Now, tip number eight is staying connected um so that was a good segue into staying connected um and that's connecting with your family your friends um you know other people who you've kind of gathered along the way who you consider family or you consider to be friends um and 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 making sure that you do that like I said we are practicing social distancing however you know there's so many different ways and creative ways to still be able to connect with people because it's so important um there's a lot of research that shows like you know a lot of people let's say like older people or people who you know wound up in maybe like a hospice situation you know it's not necessarily that they're dying because of their illness but some of them are literally dying because of social isolation not having connection not having someone you know to connect with them and talk to them or check in on them and so even in this moment like I said of social distancing we still want to stay connected and so again you know you may connect on social media, you may be texting, again, you may do the old school thing of picking up a phone and actually calling people and talking to them and checking on them, um, you know, setting up virtual play dates even, you know, so that your children can continue to still connect with some of their favorite, you know, youth and young adults, um, you know, whether it's their cousins or friends from school or friends from the community, but really just staying you know, connected is, you know, so important. And even for parents, you know, connect with other adults, you know, to have a laugh or to vent for a few minutes um, or for support or for tips of how, you know, what are they doing, you know, that may be helpful to you within your household just to kind of make the days go by and make things a little bit easier. Um, Or again, just to check on each other, see how people are doing, you know, do you need anything? Um, it's so important. It's so important to our mental health. It's so important to reducing stress. It's so important to reducing anxiety. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like I said, the more we connect to people, we're able to show people compassion. We're able to show them love. Um, we're able to like to do all these things, which is so important, you know, especially in a time of crisis. Like we want to stay together, you know, connecting with your neighbor, checking on them, you know, talking to them. It's going to be so, so, so important. Um, my ninth tip is 
practicing gratitude and yes even during this time even if like I said your life seems to be falling apart even more um always 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 practice gratitude and like I said I know it's sometimes easier said than done but again it's so important to your mental health um there are of course so many things that we could possibly complain about um but then there's also a great deal that we can be thankful for as well and so practicing gratitude like can literally change you know your life it can change your attitude it can change your emotions it can change your feelings um and like I said this also goes for our kids like it can just change everything you know um about what they're thinking about what's happening right now um and like I said even in the midst of chaos it's always nice to find a ray of light and a sense of peace and sometimes you can do that or most often you can do that through just being grateful um and so, you know, there are creative ways that you can do this with your children, um, whether you kind of do it in your circles. If you guys are going to try to implement the circles that I talked about, like the family check-ins, you may do them by journaling or writing. Um, you may come make a book together where you kind of talk about like, you know, things that you're thankful for. You can do gratitude jaws. Like I have a gratitude jaw that I just take a little sheet of paper and we put, um, different things that we're just thankful for. And it can be the biggest thing that you're thankful for to even the smallest thing that you're thankful for, but just always being grateful and thankful. And then trying to think about how can you then encourage others around you? to do the same or inspire others around you to do the same because like I said yes there are a lot of things going on um that we can possibly complain about or like focus on in a negative way but again there's so many other things that we can also just kind of have an optimistic look and say hey you know what this is going on but you know what I'm so thankful that I have a home I'm so thankful that I have food I'm so thankful that I have my children and my family I'm so thankful that I have my church or I'm so thankful that I have whatever it is that you're thankful for um and again oftentimes that can lift your spirits in a major 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 way um let's see are we at tip number 10 I think we are at tip number 10 so tip number 10 is just be present um you know be in tune with your emotions and your feelings and encourage your children and your family to do the same um you know try not to think too far ahead and just really focus on the moments that you're in today um like I said it's going to be easy to think about next week or what the next few weeks are going to look like um And it's okay, you know, acknowledge those thoughts, acknowledge those feelings, but as often as possible, just try to stay present and in the moment, because again, um, doing so really, really, really decreases the anxiety, it decreases stress, and it also decreases fear of the unknown, which again, are, are, are all normal. So like I said, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have those feelings, and I'm not saying that you won't have those feelings, but when you do start to kind of cycle down that road, especially if it starts to bother you or impact you in a major way, you know, you just have to find ways to regroup yourself and, you know, just stay present. So there are things like practicing grounding and grounding is basically um, a way for you to kind of like get back to 
the the here and now moment. And so oftentimes, like I recommend um, that people do like grounding using your five senses. Um, and like I said, this is something that you can do by yourself. This is something you can do with your children. It's actually fun. Um, children often like to do it. Um, and so basically, you know, you take your five senses. So you may say five things that you can see. And so you and your children are yelling out stuff you see around the house. Or if you're outside doing this, you know, I see a tree. I see flowers. I see, you know, my brother. I see whatever. You're going to name five things. Um, then you may say, you know, five things that you hear. What are some things that you hear? And then you go to five things that you can touch, five things that you can smell, and then five things that you can taste. Um, and again, the exercise is pretty cool because instead of you, you know, thinking about again, two weeks from now or what's going to happen in March, I'm sorry, what's going to happen in May or what's going to happen in August, which again are valid thoughts that you will have. Um, you're kind of recentering yourself to be present. And in order to name five things that you can see, well, you have to think about the things that are literally happening within the present. Um, and again, this often is something that you can do to kind of shift your brain, shift your thoughts, shift the brain and your children's thoughts as well um, to just kind of stay present and in the moment so that you aren't overwhelmed by thoughts of the future. Um I think that is it uh, when it comes to my tips. Like I said, I just really wanted to get on here. Um, This podcast is a little bit longer than usual, but um, I just really wanted to talk to talk to you guys. Like I said, um, this isn't necessarily the um, the easiest time for many families and people in general. Um, just because we just have no idea what's going to happen. And like I said, you know, again, if you are following the news, it's it's pretty serious. Um, but at the same time, like I said, you know, we want to tr- just try to make the best of what's happening. You know, take advantage of this downtime. Like I said, I'm not necessarily having to be a slave of the usual hustle and bustle of life. Um, and like I said, I do recognize that this downtime um to quarantine may be challenging for some more than others. But um, again, we can we can make choices of how we use this time. And like I said, you know, there are some things that are just literally out of our control right now. But there are things that are in, in control that you, you can have, you know, a sense of peace. You can create a sense of peace within your household. You can create, you know, just a space of, you know, learning and loving and connecting with people, um, which sometimes is the most important thing. And like I said, you know, um, we all have the ability. Sometimes we don't realize we do until we're hit with these situations, but we all have a true ability to be able to bounce back, to be resilient. Um, And like I said, also, just don't be afraid to help each other um, or lean in on each other, you know. Know, sometimes it's easy to help people, but sometimes we also have people who find it difficult to ask for help for many different reasons. Um, and that's what community is all about. That's what family is all about. That's what connections are all about. And, you know, we should just really use this time to be there for each other. Um, I remember the other day I was at the grocery store and there was a couple, they got all the way up to the, um, 
the you know to pay and for whatever reason their cards weren't working and um I was in front of them so I was like bagging up my groceries and I saw this happening and so um my spirit something in my spirit said just stick around and um trust me I'm not bawling it wasn't a pay week for me but I was prepared and I was ready to help them and um I went to the um the lady of the couple and um they they didn't speak a great deal of English but she was able to kind of understand me and I asked her I said how much do you need and she said it's about 70 something dollars and I said do you need it and um she kind of laughed a little bit gave a little nervous laugh because I think she was in shock that a someone you know was a asking like you know in order to be able to help them um and her 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 um her male companion companion you know he was on the side I guess maybe you know figuring things out or whatever I could see him on his phone and he was calling and you know texting maybe on his bank or whatever but um she wound up saying no you know we're okay we're just trying to like transfer something over but I was ready you know and like I said um that's not something I went to the grocery store to do um and I had just spent a nice amount of money you know for my own household but again like I could not walk out of that store knowing that there was a possibility that somebody may not have had what they needed for their family um and so again, you know, your your compassion may not be, you know, financially that you're helping someone. It could just be a listening ear. It could just be, you know, giving somebody an encouraging word, you know, especially in this time. Um it could be it could be just so many things. Um, like I said, and also just, you know, teaching your children how to be this way. Not to just themselves, but you know, showing compassion to others. And so like I said, you know, use this 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 time of crisis to also be compassionate, you know. Let's let's use another C word, oppose the crisis. Let's use a time of compassion. And just thinking about how you can do those things. Be compassionate to yourself. Be compassionate to your children and your families, but then also outside of that, how can we be compassionate to each other and to our communities? Um, and just even using this time, you know, for recharging, resetting, you know, thinking about your plans, you know, thinking about your purpose, thinking about like all of those things, you know, using this time that we have to slow down to to just do all of these things that maybe you sometimes just don't get to do just because time or things or activities or life just don't allow it. Um, so with that, you know, I always encourage you to live more, love more, laugh more. Um, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, bye bye.